When I'm in public, it is overwhelming sometimes how many people are on their phones. This comes uh, into crystal clarity when I'm in an airport. Oh, my goodness. Everybody's on their phone. They're all clogging the walkways. You can tell (laughs) I don't like that. It happens that in this very world, your children are glued to their phones. And it's not just when they travel. It seems like all the time. How do you help them navigate this? I'm John Fuller with our Vice President of Parenting, Dr. Danny Huerta. And Danny, I know you've got some research and stats. Um, talk about kids and, and their use of screens and how often and, and all that. Yeah, it's called actually digital heroin uh, by some digital researchers. Digital heroin. Yes. Oh my. Because it matches up in the dopamine hit matches up with what uh, drugs do to our brain. Uh, they say that it's a portable dopamine pump that we're carrying around. And dopamine is that motivator uh, neurotransmitter we've got going on, and, and it helps us uh, anticipate a, a reward and go after that. It helps us find food when we're hungry. But it's this pump that continuously is, is putting it up to a very high level. Hmm. They have found that social media boosts this dopamine to the same level as sex. Uh, just with the the feedback that you get and the amount of response. Hmm. And uh, recent stats showed that close to 25% of kids that are age three, four-ish have a social media profile. I'm sorry. Um, 25% of three- and four-year-olds have a social media profile? That's that's the most recent stats. Quit listening to this uh, podcast and go delete those accounts if that's you, please. (laughs) Yeah, and and kids are spending about eight to nine hours on screen, sometimes at school. Hmm work and, yes. and then sometimes it's uh, distractions while they're trying to do schoolwork and sometimes it's all distraction right and uh, with video games they've, they've called that um, researchers in China called that the digital heroin for boys and uh, there's just there are a lot of things coming at us as parents and just know that Instagram and TikTok right now are the two social media platforms that are most damaging to a child's mental health mm. and researchers have affirm that over and over again. Well, uh, not to continue the negative talk, we do have some positive uh, outcomes here from this uh, podcast. (laughs) Let's go ahead and hear now from David Kinneman and Mark Matlock. David is the president of the Barna Group, and Mark is a pastor and researcher, and they're going to help us better understand this modern-day era they call Digital Babylon. Let's start with this idea of digital Babylon. What does that mean? I think I get it. And here's the other great thing, John. These principles are going to apply to all of us. I mean, I think we're all living in a Babylon-type environment right now in our culture. So whether you are aiming this at your children or yourself, this is how you grow in Mm. Christ. But go for it. Digital Babylon. Yeah, so you know, the the work of Barna is to try to understand culture. And so this million and a half interviews, I feel worn out just hearing that number. (laughs) Uh, It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people to survey. (laughs) And we've had telephone interviews and online interviews and focus groups and qualitative interviews. And so we're, we're listening to culture to understand what's happening. And um, when we've done all this research, I've tried to then interpret that for families and leaders and parents. And for me, I, one of my favorite heroes of scripture is Daniel. And so over the last 10, 12 years, I've really focused in on the world that this emerging generation is living in and trying to compare that to the story of Daniel. And so one day I was doing a radio interview and I said, you know, it feels like this generation is like, they're like exiles in, in Babylon, like digital Babylon. And, and so that sort of stuck, it was about eight, nine years ago. And for me, that phrase, digital Babylon, you know, Daniel learned the language and literature of Babylon for three years and, and more. He's apprenticed. He becomes very influential in that place where faith is foreign. It's on the sidelines, his, his faith in Yahweh. 
And so Digital Babylon in today's context is the power of screens, the power of these devices, the power of smartphones, apps that we use, and social media, and the connectedness of this generation that's more connected than ever, but also less connected. They're lonelier yeah. than ever. So really, it's the story of the influence and trying to parent well uh, in this digital age. Yeah. Mark, as you've worked with Barna and David, obviously, um, you've identified the idea that you know the, the consumption by young people of digital resources is, I mean, astronomically high. And you know, as a parent of teens, it's hard to get a grip on that because they use it for entertainment, edutainment, you name it. Screens are just ubiquitous in the culture. What are the numbers like and what are we facing? Well, when we look at, you know, kind of what's going on right now, we've seen how the internet and social media has disrupted just about every single industry, any, every sector that's out there. But the one question is, how has it really affected the church? Right. How has it really disrupted what's going on there? And one of the things that we looked at as we were looking at the volume of screen hours compared to uh, other experiences that young people are having is that screens disciple. And I think when David and I typed those two words next to each other, we were kind of like the weight of them was so heavy. Mm. Because I realized as someone who's led small groups at my church for you know, a couple decades, that this is what I've been facing is normally if a student was, you know, considering doubting God or his existence, they would come to me and say, you know, I've got some questions about God, but now they're going to Google first and they're having a secret conversation with somebody else who's discipling them. And then they're coming to me and saying, hey, I don't believe this. And they're coming out with a statement more than a question mm -hmm. and they've already been formed. And, uh, and so they're coming and they're arguing with me. And I remember this one exchange that I had with this young man who I'd seen been born in my church. So I knew he grew up and I thought he's, he's arguing a little bit smarter than he really is capable of. So somewhere he's getting these ideas. And I Googled a couple ideas that he had shared with me. And sure enough, this website popped up, how to debate a theist. And he had absorbed this information. And so even though he was in my small group, for months, he had been absorbing this to the point that he could argue it back at me. And so by the time I enter into the picture, I have a lot of work to do to undo the discipleship that's already been done away from the Lord. Well, and, the, and what you're really saying there, too, is parents have to be on their toes. I mean, if, if their kids are doing that. And, I, you know, again, there's a lot of positive things to digital. Uh, Absolutely. You know, telehealth and all kinds of examples where these things are actually quite positive in our life. But it's that... Uh, abusive nature of it. Uh, well, just being really... aware of it, that yeah. it's happening. Because for me, I was looking at all the science. Hey, this kid's coming to church every week. Right. He's worshiping. He's going on the mission trips. But there was another journey in his interior life that was going on that none of us were aware of until he chose to reveal it. Yeah. And so I learned how to ask better questions, uh, how to probe a little bit with my own children um, to find out what's really going on under the surface. What are you thinking about? What are you wrestling with? How do I create a safe space so that you will talk to me about what you're really thinking without being afraid that I'm going to come and slam you yeah. for your, you know, for, for the ideas that you have. And that's really this, this challenge of discipling in digital Babylon, this tension that we feel when you're in Jerusalem and everybody's kind of uh, thinking the same way, discipleship's easy. Everything's supporting that journey. Right. When all of a sudden you're outside of it, there's a new challenge going on. And that's kind of frames what we're looking at in the book. Danny, if we're honest, um, as moms and dads, we struggle. I mean, we're on the phone so much, so it seems kind of hypocritical for me to say, hey, put that phone away. 
So, or, or get off the, the Xbox, it's midnight. So how do we um, model self-control and show our kids how to kind of walk this pathway um, with integrity and boundaries. Well, John, our stuff is much more important, right, than our kids. Well, we, we justify it that way. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We? I've heard parents you say, You don't well, know what I'm doing. It's business, or, yeah. or I'm, I'm trying to manage schedules, and then we're on our phone just as much, and somehow it's more important than their social interaction. We need to model the sacred places of. Uh, protecting our our home and our conversation. That would be the, the dinner table. I say protecting the car rides. Those are fantastic places for conversation. When guests are over or you're interacting uh, in conversation with someone, just putting that to the side and checking it later mm-hmm. uh, when you're taking a break and knowing that uh, th- there's no real emergency usually that comes through the phone for you. It's just a once you feel it, you feel the urgency to go ahead and, and do that. There's a human need, a human drive for social connection and to have new things. And the, the phone offers all the, those, those core needs that we've got as humans. Yet we tend to be, right now what researchers have also found is that we're the loneliest generation hmm. uh, uh, that, that has ever lived, existed. And uh, I would say that as parents, we need to be, have self-awareness and also openness to get feedback that we may not be in a good place. Now, I do sometimes I do a parenting check-in with my kids, and I was I said, all right, guys, I'm going to be asking parents to do this in an upcoming talk, so I'm going to do this with you guys. I want to get some honest feedback. Yeah. These are teenagers. So I went through it, and my lowest score was on that, that I, when, when something comes on the phone— uh, my daughter's feedback was, Dad, it just seems that uh, lately you've been really busy and you've had to respond to a lot of things on your phone, even though it's for work. And that was fantastic feedback for me to have awareness of the fact that that it was impacting mm-hmm. as she was noticing that. And so I became more aware of the fact that I needed to put that to the side and gives us a good goal to work towards and know that we live in an age where we really can't almost live without our phones because that is our work it's our social interaction it's our calendar it's our shopping everything's there and we have to make the decision on what parameters and boundaries we need to put on there and as we model that we'll see our kids follow there'll be conflict there you'll need to be clear on what those parameters are yeah good good insights and uh, certainly we enjoyed the uh thoughts and perspectives of David and Mark in the audio clip, go ahead and request a copy of the book from uh, David Kinman and Mark Matlock. It's called Faith for Exiles. We're making that available to you for a gift of any amount to the ministry today. Uh, That could be a one-time gift, or if you can, a monthly pledge. Donate and get the book. Uh, The links are going to be in the show notes. And on our website, we have an excellent article from Jonathan McKee. He's part of the Plugged In team. It's called Four Conversations Parents Should Have with Their Kids About Digital Devices. Uh, It's an excellent piece. Uh, You'll find that and other helpful resources from our parenting team. We've got details in the episode notes. Next time, you're going to hear from Jody Burnt. Uh, She has a passion for prayer, and she'll talk about some of the struggles she's learned to overcome in praying for her children. For now, on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for joining us for this Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.